What's up, everybody? Teresa calling your Catholic girl on the radio. So today's episode, we're going to talk about Mary, my path to Jesus. Mary led me to Christ, and that's that's basically what we're going to talk about. Before we get started, though, I want to make sure that you guys know that, you know what? I am not a theologian. It's just, I'm not, I do not have, like, a sophisticated Catholic education. I read and that's a good thing, but uh, I think everyone should read, really. But um, I'm not like a noted theologian or anything like that. All I am is just a simple girl who fell in love with God. Really, that's it. I have nothing but a small story to share, and I do that, quite frankly, in hopes that maybe somewhere out there, um, there's someone that will seek out the same treasure that I have. And it's this this treasure of Christ and Him uh, giving Himself for us. It is absolutely the best thing that I could that I have ever received. Um, he's with me all the time, and He's with you all the time, and that's that's the thing about it about Him. Really, um, I can't force anyone to believe, nor is that my objective. But hopefully, my love story. Or what he's done in my life will um, will inspire someone to seek out the treasure that is Christ, and hopefully your love story will do the same. That's the best part that you can do that. That if you let him work in your life as he wants to, as he ought to, it'll become easy. Loving him is absolutely the best thing that could ever happen in your life, and um, you'll see you'll inspire others. So let's let's go back in time. I'm uh, I'm now 26, uh, and when I was born, my dad really wanted a boy. Not because like he just doesn't like girls, but he's already had like two other girls. I have two older sisters, and so by the time I was born, um, he really just wanted a boy. But God had other plans, and so I'm third girl, and you could probably imagine that he was. A little tiny, tiny bit disappointed. Um, and he was disappointed until basically he looked out the window and there before him stood Our Lady of Lebanon. So I was born in Lebanon, for those of you who do not know this. I was born in Lebanon. I was born next, if you're familiar, I was born in Harissa and or under Harissa in the hospital that's down there. And so if you look through the hospital, you can see, you can see Our Lady of Mount Lebanon. And so my dad looked outside the window and he saw the Virgin Mary there and um, he said, well, she was a girl. And so within seconds, joy filled his heart. Just looking at Mary, he thought, he thought of me, he thought of Mary, and he thought of the world of possibilities that could come. And um, it really matters to me a lot because Mary's always been there and she's always been the one that said yes to Christ and the one example that I want to follow. Um, One thing about Mary is that if you ever tell God that you want to love him as much as the saints love him, they're like, I want to love you so much. I want to love you like the most person that loved you ever. And if you really want to love him like that, look to Mary. Because I don't think, I think of all the saints who've loved God so much, I can't imagine that anyone loved him like Mary 
with the intensity that Mary loved him or gave himself to Mary, to, to God as Mary did, um, to being with him, to serving him, to she gave him her body. And I don't think anyone else can, uh, can say that. So, uh, yeah, so there's a story of a little girl which began with her heavenly mother. And I can tell you this, the first time I personally encountered the presence of Mary was at the shrine of Maqdushe in, in Lebanon. And again, we go back to Lebanon, but uh, they were actually there. And this is, it's pretty cool to think about right where I'm from. It wasn't just in the Bible, but it was, he was there, Jesus was there, Mary was there. And if you're not familiar with this place, this place is where Mary waited for Jesus as he went to preach in Sidon and uh, in Tyre, right? Um, it's this little town and there's this like little cave that you kind of can go in and that's that's where Mary used to wait for Jesus and uh, I was told that she waited there because she didn't want to step on pagan land I think that that was the, the case or someone told me that from Makushe, uh which I don't know for sure but um, I know she didn't go into Saidal she didn't go into Tyre for that reason so she waited for Jesus and wherever he went she went with him that's that's pretty cool so there was the first place that I uh, ever felt Mary and I was a very little girl until I that I was just a baby I moved to America when I was 10 so I was a kid um, but Mary taught me about Jesus Mary she never pointed to herself always and constantly pointing me to her son and for those who don't like Mary or think we worship Mary we don't we really don't Mary is the example of love that you the ultimate love that you can give to Christ I think as a, as a person um, and she always always points to her son and I think people should really know this more Mary is the example of femininity we talk about feminism in our modern day um, well is it really what it ought to be? Is that how a woman should look like? If we think of Mary, I think there's this misconception that she's just this humble little girl with no power kind of thing. But no, she's actually so powerful. Her yes changed the world. Talk about women in uh, empowered women. Yet she maintained her femininity. She maintained her gentleness. And that's the best thing. Like, she's kind, she's sweet, she's amazing, she's Mary. Um, and she always pointed me to her son. So don't think of Mary as, oh my gosh, I'm going to worship someone who's not Christ. Think of an example that will always and only lead you to Christ. And I think one of the biggest things for me was uh, was the rosary. The rosary really changed my life and I've always I've prayed the rosary since I was a kid but um, the more I pray it the more power I feel and uh, the more I pray it the more I fall in love with God why is that well through the the rosary we have the life of Christ we get to meditate on the life of Christ and even when we don't when we're saying the words we're repeating the words from the gospel Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. That's what the angel said to Mary. Blessed are thou among women, 
that's that's it that's all in the bible we have the words from elizabeth we have the words from the angel it's nothing from us um anyways so when i was a kid i would pray one decade a day before i went to sleep and believe me when i say i felt great power as i held my rosary and i still do and the reason why I'm telling you these things is because it's not particular to me. There isn't anything supernatural going on in my life. Um, and I praise be to God for that. But it's just, it's not just for me. It's for you as well. Grab a hold of the treasure. Grab a hold of that rosary. Grab a hold of Christ. Because he's with you and he loves you. And teach your kids how to pray. Teach them to love God. And so when I was a kid, I grew up with just one decade a day. I didn't know any better. I didn't know how to pray. Um, anyways, just teach your kids how to pray. You prayed as well. Pray it as a family. It's very, very powerful. My mom and I prayed the rosary all the time. Uh, and it was pretty cool. And, you know, like as you kind of grow up as a kid, um, get could fall in love with God through Mary, but as you kind of grow up, you kind of turn into this um, awkward teenage phase, and I wanted to talk to God about um, about boys and the boys that I met and the boys that I liked, but it was kind of awkward. Like, I was so embarrassed to talk to God about guys because, well, he was a boy, and uh, so Jesus was a boy, and um, I kind of felt like, you know, you know, a little teenage girl embarrassment. So instead of telling Jesus, I would go tell Mary because Mary was a girl like me. And that always gave me confidence. And, you know, girls confide in each other. And she, I, and I can't tell you how that transformed my life because it really, what it did was every time I talked to her, she would point me back to Jesus until I, you know, you kind of grow out of that little awkward teenage phase, and um, I learned to run to Christ. That's what I did. Uh, so I trusted my mother Mary with all my secret, and she pointed me all the more to the Bible, and she took my prayers straight to God. That's what she did. And so it is with you. If you're looking for a mother to talk to, someone to confine your secrets in, someone to to love someone to um just that sweet motherly touch mary's the one mary's the one and don't worry about her trying to steal the limelight she's not going to do that she will always i've said this like a billion times throughout this podcast today or throughout this episode today but um she will always point you to christ so mary my mother my confidant my confidant um that's who she became and i grew up and i realized that i could tell jesus everything and you know the, my embarrassment went away um and i actually learned all of this from from her is there another story since today we're just telling kind of how i do so about my life um the first time i went to mass in english i was 17 yes i had grown up in the states but i never went to mass in english you all know that uh we have our churches we go to the maronite church we go to the melkite church um either one always mass in arabic which is great um and i I went to this mass in english because of mary 
So up until that point, the only place I had felt her gentle touch was in Lebanon. Like, if there's like a designated location, right? It would be Magdushe. Um, but here, I, I didn't. I couldn't feel that in, in the U.S. And there wasn't a designated place, right? Until I went to a church nearby. And uh, I would just just go walk there. It was a few, like a mile or two from my house. And I'd walk there and I'd talk to her. And one day I was there and there was mass and it had begun. And so I attended my first mass in English. That same day, I was given the Eucharist to take up to the altar, which taught me a whole different other lesson all on its own. But, um... But I, I went to that mass and it transformed my life because I, after that, I started a little bit later, maybe about a year or so later, started going to daily mass. And that made the biggest difference in my life. And uh, if you have never been to daily mass, go to daily mass. It's really one of the best things that you can do for your life. Even if you don't go every day, just go one day a week because um, it's so quiet and so amazing. It's so intimate, you know? Uh, it's like seeing your family members, all of them, on Christmas and uh, or once a week, you know, like everyone getting together or going and talking to each person one-on-one, um, you know, at a lunch, when you grab lunch together or something. That's kind of what uh, daily mass is, an intimate conversation between us and God. Uh, but my back to what I'm saying, Mary leads us to Christ. That's why I started going to make daily mass, because she opened that way. So, not long after I came to her, I was 17, so now I'm 18, right? Not long long after, I came to her in tears, and she guided me once more to God and His words. And so, obviously, like, I was sitting there, and I was crying next to the statue of the Virgin Mary. And uh, then I went and grabbed a Bible, and I opened it, and it said, You are fresh water flowing from Lebanon. That's Song of Songs, by the way, Song of Songs 4, like, the last paragraph of that um, don't remember exactly the verse but uh, the last paragraph from that book and it used to said you are but the, the bible said you are fresh water flowing from love and because of her because of mary i knew that i had a purpose and this uh, this little girl <laughs> this little girl from this little village this little small town got the answer she needed and way more why because of mary pointed me to jesus once again do not be afraid to talk to mary the first time I expressed my desire to attend daily mass was with Mary. I asked her, um, her son, to open the doors for me. Because of Mary, my relationship with Christ grew. My devotion to her led me to Christ. And this is, let me tell you, so the, the first time I started attending daily mass, I told Mary, I'm like, Mama Mary, I want to go to mass every day except one day. I don't want to go in the morning because I had just finished high school, right? I didn't want to wake up in the morning. Um, and... Um, uh, what else? I wanted to go in the afternoon. And so the church next to us, they did. They changed their entire schedule. And there it was. Started going to daily mass. Um, and, and I just want to tell you that today, even more than before, you find me carrying and praying my rosary, really. Um, it became my weapon. It's basically with me all the time. And today, more than ever, I feel the strength that the little girl felt holding her rosary under her blanket playing that decade right that decade of the rosary and it grew with me and i grew with it 
and I grew because of it. I grew to become the person that I am. And so once again, please teach your children how to pray. Teach your children about Mary, about her effect on the family, and teach them how to pray the rosary. It becomes the greatest weapon anyone could ever hold. This is my, it's my armor, it's my weaponry, it's all my life I've had a bubble around me and it's because of the rosary, it's because of Mary, one of the reasons really. I think my favorite prayer that ever created like this bubble around me was uh, the prayer of St. Bridget, Uh, the 15 prayers of St. Bridget, which I think I prayed in like 2012, Um, that year, it's a it's a one year prayer, fifteen prayers a day. It's actually really cool. If you got a chance, check it out. I know we've deviated, but back to Mary. So when Jesus was on the cross, he said to Saint John, "Son, behold thy mother." And to Mary he said, "Woman, behold thy son." So there, at that moment, she became my mother, and uh, she became the mother of all humanity. Because well, if we talk about the disciples, and we are they are our examples, and we become disciples of Christ, right? That's that's the essence of it. Well, she became our mother as well, and she hasn't stopped being our mother since then. And again, again, a hundred times over, um, we do not worship Mary. We do not worship Mary. Just like I don't worship my mom, I love, right? She's, She's great, she's wonderful, but I don't worship her, she's my mom. I love her. Um, so I love Mary with the same love that I love my earthly mother. I love Mary with the same type of love that I love Rachel. And she is, yes, my mom's name is Rachel, I know. Uh, it's an old Arabic name. But I don't know, she's, she's, she's a champ. She's, uh, she's loved it. And she's amazing. I love you, mama. Anyways, that love is different from the way I love God. And God is the Alpha and the Omega the beginning and the end it differs she guides me to him she guides you to him i hope that you found in this episode what you're looking for um i look forward to kind of hanging out with you next week and um yeah don't forget to subscribe to like to share if you want to um if you want to reach out to us on uh if you want to communicate with me it's at the word with Rita at the word with Rita on Instagram on Facebook and if you want to see my YouTube videos it's um Rita Sikali I don't know why it took me so long to actually say this it's just my name and my last name R-I-T-A-S-A-I-K-A-L-I see you next week or yeah hanging out with you next week bye